Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Second Floor Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kenny Buller. And as you all know, and if you don't know, on the show we talk about how to survive, how to thrive, and keep the good vibes alive in life and business. On today's episode, I am super excited to bring to you the co-founder of Yegdate, Jamie Willie. On this episode, we have a great time and we actually learn a lot about who is behind the scenes of Yegdate, which believe it or not, for the first really three to four years was Jamie and alongside his co-founder, his wife. And it's amazing to see and learn how the mindset that he has and brings to the table showcases really what it is today, what Yegdate offers. And it's really curating and cultivating a space for people who are either single or people who want to go to a fun place to meet and to actually have a good time and to get to know each other on a deeper level. And I, for one, know that I share in this episode what my personal first Yegdate experience looked like alongside bringing to light uh, what Yegdate really offers now, uh, a combination of content for individuals to digest and to be able to, to experience more ideas for when they go on their next date in combination with going to certain events in the city that are so far different from normal events you would actually check out. And that's exactly what Yegdate is there to offer is, is something unique and, and something exciting for you and, and someone special to go to, whether that's your significant other or your first date or your friends or your family, whoever it is, I'm telling you right now from the conversation I had, you can certainly understand that no matter who you go with, even if it's by yourself, you're going to have a blast at a Yek Date event. So without further ado, super excited for you to check out this episode. We actually do something very unique and different. Jamie and I emulate what it would look and feel like from our perspective if we happen to be on one of those single dating mixers where you have seven minutes, you meet someone new, and uh, you're going to get a good laugh out of that, I feel. So without further ado, let's dive in. So you're, you work at a car dealership now too? So yeah, Jamie, right now my daytime gig is at a car dealership. Okay. I've been working as recorded on this day, it's been one month that I've been working in cars. Okay. A whole year previous to that, I was working as a contractor with TELUS. Okay. And you're not with TELUS anymore? Not with TELUS. Yeah. I was a contract okay. position. I was working in the regional marketing management group. Yeah. So that was to build pure fiber across the whole city. Yeah. And how was that? It was awesome. I, I, I bet. I enjoyed it because it was very community driven. Right, like I'm sure with what you're doing through Yegdate, yeah. you get to be involved in the community. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to be in a B2B setting, and which is great. I've experienced that with Edmonton Journal too. But then I realized that I also like to deal with people when they are fully themselves. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh, absolutely. And I I want to bring that back to you. I mean, when did you find the golden opportunity to be like, you know what? Oh my God. This idea I have is going to turn into something. Yeg date is something I want to monetize. Is that how it started or did it kind of just turn into a hobby? No, it was, it was, so me and my wife, we just got into a funk just like everybody else does. You know, we would dinner and a movie, which is amazing. Go to VIP theater. You're, you live real close to the VIP theater at yeah. Twilger. Uh, that's our favorite one to go to. 
you know, dinner and movie, it's perfect. Babysitter is cheap because you're at the same place, so you're not like gone all day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we just got tired of it. It's just, we wanted something else in Edmonton. And when we were looking online, we couldn't find anything that was all-encompassing, that was putting everything in the same place. Yeah. And so we just kind of ran with it. We We built the website. My wife loves to build websites. So nice. that was like... She's just like, oh, this is easy. I love building websites. So yeah. she built a website and was like, I don't know what to do with it. I, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe this was a dumb idea. And I was like, no, <laughs> this is like an amazing idea. So for the first year, we just shared content, just shared ideas, went on our own dates, and everybody seemed to really dig it. Like they 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 loved the idea of everything being in the same place. Nice. And then businesses would reach out to us and be like, hey, do you want to come for dinner? And we're like, yeah, we'd love to. So we would go for dinner and it got to a point where we could go, literally, if I want to go out to dinner every day this week, I could go out to dinner every day. Covered. Covered. No problem. Like I I would have no time in my life. If I, if I went to everything that people sent to us, I would have no time. And that's a great thing. Like that's, that shows that there's that many things to do in Edmonton. Exactly. It, yeah. it almost turns into a point where you have become an influencer for dating and you I can hate, make anything a date. I hate being called an influencer because I, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I, I don't want to be an influencer. That's fair. Yeah. Why is that? Um, I feel like there's a negative connotation to being an influencer from the everyday person. And I feel like we want to relate more to the everyday person. Yeah. Um, and I'm nothing against influencers. Like oh, I know fair. a million of them and I go to a lot of the same events that they go to. I just think it's a little different you in, know, in our field. And here's where I could side with you on that one because Yeg date is Yeg date. It is not Jamie. Yeah. It is. You have and no idea. And a lot idea. of people say that to me. They're like, oh, you're the face of, of Yeg date. I'm like, well, yeah, I am the guy that's, that's runs Yeg date, but I'm not the face of it. Like the idea of Yeg date, the face of Yeg date is just great ideas. Curating and creating events. That's that's the tagline that we go through or go for. And that's what Yeg Date is about. Yeah. It's just experiences in the city, getting people out. At the beginning, we were super date focused. Now, now we're more broad because we want everybody to go out and see what's special about Edmonton. Yeah. And that's why I want to ask you. When you think about the word date, I want you to define that for me. Oh, there's no way you can define the word date exactly. because there is dating, you know, Couples going out and experiencing something, me and you going and hanging out, watching the hockey game. Bro date. It's a bro date. Yeah. Yep. Women, they want to go on a date, a girl's date. That's a date. So at the beginning, yeah, we did pigeonhole ourselves at the very beginning with calling ourselves Yeg Date, but now it's everybody is looking for the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, and that's why it dawns on me from a business perspective, right? Do you think there's an advantage to that when you let's use the word pigeonhole on focusing on one thing first, being known for one thing, and then you diversify based off your experience, or would you do it backwards if you could do it all over again? I don't know because we've tried to go adjacent from Yeg Date, and it hasn't been successful. Oh, So we kind of just continue staying Yeg Date because it's worked. It's been... It's been uh, I don't know what the word is. It's just, it, it, it ha- everything else we've tried just hasn't stuck in the Edmonton area. Yeah. That's why 
I want to get personal with my own experience of what Yak Date was like for me. And I remember actually, you know this, yep. and it'd be nice to share it with you in person because I did message you my own personal experience. But what I didn't tell you was at the time where I was in my relationship. And it was at a point where, yeah, we were out of the honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. right? The moment you get out of that, no matter what date you go on, it's exciting, it's fun, it's fresh. Then you really get to, you know, you know one another and then everything now you're like, okay, we can't do something that we've done before. Like you yeah. want to still you, do you, something new. You need new. to bring that excitement back. Yeah. So what I do is I was like, okay, you know what, Guggen? That's fair. Give me, give me a couple hours. By the time I pick you up, I'll know exactly what we're going to do and it will be different. And like, we just prided ourselves in that. We're like, you know what? Like, let's, let's be the different couple where we don't go to the dinner and movie every time. Right. So what we decided to do was I go on Google and this is kudos to you guys. Search SEO, search engine optimization on point. And I just look up Edmonton dating scene. And of course, sure enough, Yeg date pops up. I was like, Yeg date. Like there's a website dedicated to dating. And that was like my immediate reaction in Edmonton. I was like, what? So I go on it. And of course, I'm just, I'm amazed. I'm dumbfounded. I'm like, you, you know when you get that feeling where you're like, why am I discovering this now? <laughs> I was today years old when I found out. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. So then I go on the website and I, as a person already, when I have a lot of options, I get overwhelmed. Right? Even if you just give me one option and it's mm-hmm. cool, it's different, I'll run with it. So that was Yeg Date. Was, there was a, just a multitude of options. So here Guggen was thinking that I wasn't even going to get one option down. I'm just sending her link after link after link. And I was like, look at all these activities, yeah. right? Like literally like stepbrothers in that scene. And I just want to say that one that really stuck out that was super cool that we'd never done. And it kind of jumps back onto your idea of curating and, and bringing events together was we went to a yoga studio where it was an element of combining drinks with the element of learn how to properly massage your partner. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was like, Guggen, you know I suck at massages. You you know I like drinking, and so do you. When it's Friday night, we want something to do. And there's an element of, you know, wellness and, and yoga into it. Let's do this. And when we went, 100% to this day, one of just the most unique dates I've ever done. Yeah, that's we actually have one of those dates coming up in two weeks for Valentine's Day. Day, day after Valentine's Day. There you go. So Yag date, check it out. Totally right. We have it out there. Exactly. Yeah, it's couples massage workshop, and yeah, we serve wine, provide you with massage oil, the experience of learning how to rub each other better. <laughs> yeah, and, and then we have some sweet treats at the end of it. Yeah, you should. I only laugh because. You, you say that in such a sensual way where you should just do the audio for every single one of your ads. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have the radio voice. Nice you do. And deep and I know. Yeah. It's very confident, right? I want to I want to bring that back to you where it's like when you're curating events together, do you does Yeg Date really live off the idea of okay, how can we do more than one thing here? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Uh, so we do a lot of research in other cities in the states, like San Francisco, New York, Boston, seeing what is the new trends. Two, three years ago, yoga was huge. And we strived off that. We originally in town were the fir- one of the first people to bring different types of yoga to town. Uh, we, did, we started with beer yoga, which everybody, a lot of breweries do that. But we switched it up. We do yoga and tacos with El Cortez, which Ooh. you go to El Cortez. We go down into the te- tequila cellar. We do 45 minutes of a, a yoga class, and then we go upstairs, and then we uh, your first round of tacos is taken care of. That's sweet. And that's a perfect evening, you know, for the active couple that wants to go out, ha- do something fun and active, and then end the night 
in an amazing place with an amazing atmosphere. In one place, too. In one place, yeah. And you can have, you know, tequila to finish the night. And you're still you're gonna sit there and you can be there for, you know, you can be there for ten minutes after the yoga class is done, eat your tacos and leave. Or you can be there for four hours, listen to the live DJ, drink all night, take an Uber home. It's up to you. Yeah. But yeah, that that was like one of the basis of when we started is just checking out other cities. You know, last year the huge trend was trivias. We last summer we did a trivia every week over at Hudson's down on 109th. Nice. This year, trivia is not that popular. There's other people in the game that are doing it right now, but it's just the excitement's just not there. Is is the market research you guys do heavily based off of your you experiencing it yourself with your wife being your co-founder? Uh, at the beginning, 100%. But um, like I was talking about going to events every day of the week, uh, babysitter costs uh, are expensive. I don't know if you have any kids. I do have kids. Babysitters are expensive now. Yeah. And when you're going out four times a week, it's it gets expensive. And when this when this business started, it was just a hobby. I wasn't getting paid or anything. And <laughs> all my other hobbies went to the side because my babysitter budget just blew up blew up my wallet. Yeah. So we started with doing that. And then now it's a lot of research, online research, and then tr- trying it in the city. Test driving is basically what we do now in the city trying new things and sh- and sharing those ideas oh i like that so it's almost like hey this city's doing it and let's try it once if it works yeah let's keep running with it yeah no one of uh one of our first events is, was a lego building night so we would bring in a lego set one for every single couple that came in and it Admittedly, it was very expensive. It was like $99 per couple to come in. So we're like, I don't even know if this is going to like sell. We sold 40 couples in 24 hours for our first event. Wow. The first event that we ever ran. Yeah. Why Why do you think that is? What? Because it was different. Yeah. Because nobody was, nobody in the city was doing anything like that. There wasn't, you know, something that you go and do as a couple like intimately where you're putting something like that together exactly like, there's date nights or sorry paint nights and everything like that but I've been you're doing ones. you're doing your own separate thing like i've been to several paint nights i'm not an art artist at all i'm i'm bold up front yeah i'm terrible when we went i got drunk <laughs> and wa- I, I i got drunk and watched the hockey game. yeah like that was the reason why you went <laughs> yes and <laughs> the like, wife went for the painting so my wife is on the side she's doing the best she can we're we're supposed to be painting the eiffel tower with like this brick and then amazing sunset mine looked like absolute trash so i i couldn't even draw the eiffel tower right so i kind of turned it and i made the death star and then so i made an atat on the picture and <laughs> you turned it into your own thing, it, right? I turned it into my own thing. And then I went to the bathroom, and when I came back, she drew a penis on it. <laughs> she drew a penis. I love that. Yeah. That's a keeper right there. Yeah, I, it's right? still in my house right now. I see. I love that story because when I'm at paint nights, I've already been to about, I think, three with Guggen. And oh my goodness. Like, I, we're competitive. So in the beginning, I feel like I'm rocking it. Yep. Like the the first half bit, I'm doing it, and until I make that first mistake, I'm out. It, 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 I I agree with you. At the start, I was right into it. I was like, okay, I'm rocking this shit. I'm gonna do amazing. Yeah. And then yeah, once you screw up, and you're like, oh, I can't fix that. Oh, yeah. oh, it's done. It's just like after that point, it's like, all right, let's make a nice pretty dress here, a nice dinosaur there, <laughs> and there's the moon. I love yeah. it. It like it brings you back to what art 
class felt like back in grade school. Oh, I, I was terrible then too. Yeah, yes. <laughs> a for effort. <laughs> do yes. you do you feel like, and this is going to open up a floodgate of, of other questions because I'm curious, and it has to do with dating, I promise. Do you feel like as human beings, we're just naturally, innately competitive? 100%. So I'm going to bounce a question back to you. Okay. Sweet. Okay. And, and, and I have a reason for it. So what is your idea of the easiest or best first date? Oh, wow. Every, at being Yeg date, everybody asked me this question. I have one simple qu answer, and I just want to hear yours first. An idea of it. So like how specific do I need to get? You could say, name a location. I just love the idea of what you're saying, the competitiveness and everything. Yeah, yeah. So like I, my, mine is kind of like that, but different. Fair. So number one, I believe that the first date, with honestly, whoever you end up having your first date with, and I mean that whether you know or not that this is the one. Oh, how many because, first dates have you been on? I've yeah, been on exactly. A, I was like, on a ton. You don't know until you actually have the date. Yes. But you know, going in, why don't you do your best to make sure that this is the first date that that person is never going to forget? So that that's number no, one. No, that's good. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't need to be like, oh, do, like like kill it. Just do something in that date that is so off from what any normal person would do. Okay. Yeah. So for instance, like I'll share a story behind that. What I did, Jamie, my first date with Guggen, was told her to come downstairs, picked her up. She accepted. I know in this world today, a lot of people don't do that anymore. And she comes down, and I quickly, I just quickly grab my laptop, right, and I just go on my PowerPoint, and I just go on slide number one. And I write down balibul. We were going bowling. And balay in Punjabi means like uh, like kind of dance. And I got it from a place in India called balibul. Okay. And I just put that on there. I was like balibul with Kenny Buller. Cheesy. I know I'm a cheese ball. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and you know what? When I did that, funny enough, I knew doing it that she's, she's probably going to look at it. And there might, there might even be, depending on the type of person she really is, a moment where she looks and says, this dude's a dork, and go and look back. But I don't mind, because then I'll know. I'll yeah. know right then and there before it happened. But yes. she's not down with that, because that's the real Kenny. So she looks at it. She just stops. She laughs. She goes, did you, did you really just do that? And I'm like, yeah, I did. She's like, okay. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> she gave it to the car, but that was the thing I did. Outside of anything you do special, I find there needs to be an element of have a drink, a drink, one. If they don't drink, I mean, yeah. ignore it. But have one. Second thing is eat, even if it's just an appetizer. Just see them eat. And then there needs to be an activity. Yep. Don't just do the dinner thing. Especially on the first date, in my opinion, don't do a movie. Yep. Why on a first date watch a movie in silence with someone who you're trying to get to know? Right. If you're going to do that, you see the movie first, then go out for supper. You yes. don't do the dinner in the movie. you got to do it in reverse because then at least you have something to talk about at the dinner. Oh said by the true yeah. date gods. Oh, I'm <laughs> blushing. So then, Jamie, I think the last thing would be um, go in there to learn something. Like, mm -hmm. that's your intention. I'm going to go in there no matter who she is, what I think about, I'm going in to learn. And go in there to give a token of the, the reverse. Like, yeah. give something as well. Yeah, guys, don't just talk about yourselves. Just ask them questions. That's yes, a big tip. exactly. Yeah. See, guys and girls or guys? Girls are way more aggressive now. I've, I, through our events, the speed dating, the women are way more aggressive than men now. So, really? yep, guys need to be more aggressive. Do you find aggressive in terms of this is what I want? This is how I want things to be done in terms No, they of... just don't put up with shit right now. Yeah. So if, 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 if you bomb it in the first five minutes, it's over. You're not going to, you're done. Like they'll leave or? 
they won't leave because well, speed dating every you meet a new guy every seven minutes. So, but if if you come in and you stumble your words and you're not willing to open up or you don't ask interesting questions, you know you're you're not going to get anywhere fast. Is a first date an interview? It doesn't have to be. So I'll tell you my my idea of an excellent first yeah, date. Yeah, please. It's not. It's not. It may not be the best first date. But in my idea, in my impression, I think it is. So I think the rec room is the ultimate perfect first date. Yeah. Because you go to the bar, you grab a drink, and then you're playing games. Yeah. One, you're doing something. So you don't have those awkward silences. They can be filled with noise because you're at the rec room. Mm-hmm. You're playing games. Two, you can figure out if somebody is going to clash with your personality because if you get there and you're playing games and they get frustrated over the simplest things, yeah. you will figure out real quick if you're meant to be. Yeah. And yeah, like you were talking about, you can get the drinks, you can have the appetizers. You can, when you're done, you can go and sit down and talk about how terrible you were playing whack-a-mole or the balloon pop game. Yeah. But three, I love the competitiveness of the rec room. Yeah. So that's another thing on your first date. Be like, I bet you I can beat you in points. And that, that my wife and I, we love the rec room, go there all the time, play the games, and it's always a competition just between the two of us. Yeah. And I love that fun. part. It it's fun, fun right? Yeah. It goes back to, I feel like, it's so neat you said I had rec room because I kept it in the back of my mind and I really wanted to ask you. Do you think it's, again, just a trend that we're starting to really want to gamify an experience? Or is that just something now due to technology being around, we just have the privilege of gamifying anything we do? I think it's uh, I think it's a little A and a little from B. Yeah, yeah. It, technology has came has come so far that it's it's just everywhere now. It's it, you try and get away from technology. Like we, my wife and I went out to dinner today, and my f- cell phone was dead, so I left it at home, and she left hers in the car, and it was like we just went had dinner, and we had no cell phones, and it was weird. But you know, uh, people twenty years ago that was how they had a date. Maybe that's the problem with dating right now is there's too many distractions. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And that's why it's funny. It's almost like because we are consumed in society where we're used to doing so much at once, then it's almost like those dates where we're doing a lot at once is what excites us. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that's kind of outside the context of who you're doing it with, right? But I mean, let's kind of look at it this way. Audience-wise, or more so just what you find yag date tailors more to, do you find it does tailor more to the, the the individuals who are gonna have that first date with a special someone or someone on Tinder or the individuals where, hey, we've been dating? It's more, yeah, the second group. The, we've been dating, we've done the dinner movie, we've gone to a ton of restaurants in the city and we wanna find out what's new in the city. Find the new restaurants, the new hip places and just try and get out there and try the new trends that are going on in the city. Definitely. Yeah. What, what would be one like unique success story to you that you found was one you'll never forget that you heavily curated and 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 in a way organized for that side of things well the the couples massage workshop that that is it's one of my favorite ones um because what we're talking about is connecting three so it's a three-hour workshop where you're in together and you're not pulling out your cell phone it's just you and 15 other couples but it's very intimate for what you're doing because you're you're learning to rub each other. So you are spending the 90 minutes 
on that person and then they're you're gonna flip over and then they're gonna spend the other 90 minutes on you yeah it's yeah. so true and then so you get out of that class and you're like okay i have this knowledge that i can take home with me or you can just not like if you don't if you didn't want to learn anything and you just got 90 minutes where she rubbed you and you got to rub her and you had a little wine and you had the chocolates at the end that's fine but yeah. you had that opportunity to learn something that because you know everybody in bed will lay there and be like hey 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 <laughs> i'll rub your back yeah, until you feel like exactly yeah, you know it's you ready <laughs> exactly that is awesome <clears throat> excuse me i want i want to ask you jamie like do you find with dating right now it works so great so great in the city when you're living in the city with someone is what i mean um this this hits close to home for me because i just started long distance dating what is your let's say advice you give to people who now do that how, how would you say they date if they want to keep it obviously um exciting and then keep the the weekly dates the weekly dates? Call it, going when you're two cities apart from one another. Oh, long distance. Yeah. Opening up that can of worms. I don't know if I have a ton of experience. I yeah. have never long date, long distance dated before. So yeah. I, I I think it must be easier now than ever mm-hmm. with all the technology. Yeah. With FaceTime, um, with cheap flying right now, with Swoop and Flare Airlines, like trying to get closer, like... I just booked a trip to Vegas and it was dirt cheap. I couldn't believe how cheap it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like air travel in, this, in Canada is actually getting somewhat reasonable. It's getting better. It's finally. getting better than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so true. It's just a matter of, a, yeah, essentially, I agree with you because the moment Guggen left, we're like, okay, let's plan. Let's plan right now when we're going to be seeing each other. I think it's, you don't have to, when she comes back or you go see her, I don't think you need to make a full day of like the most amazing. We start at 8 a.m. and we go to brunch and we have an amazing thing and then we go and we walk through the clover fields and then at lunch we are going to go to... Like an agenda. Exactly. I think it's it's more about spending time, quality time. It's it's putting down the phones and just spending time together. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah, that is... uh, I needed to hear that for sure. Because yeah, you go in there thinking, oh, we got to do so much because we're not doing it when we're far apart. Absolutely. Talk every day. Yeah. I would say, and a lot of FaceTime, that sort of thing. Totally. From someone who obviously has created yourself, this platform for Edmonton, being the biggest platform for dating, what would be your advice uh, in general, whether it's obviously the, the, the dating itself or, or everything that doesn't happen when you're not going on a date? How do you, in your own opinion, keep a relationship alive and going? Oh, communication. 1,000%. Uh, I, I, in the last few years, I have learned that being honest and just sh- not sugarcoating it, maybe sugarcoat it 10%, yeah. uh, it, it is the easiest way. And just noticing the little things. You know, women, they really appreciate if you notice that they got their nails done. Yeah, Guys, we <laughs> don't do that stuff. And I... I... Don't trim my beard very often. I groom it. I put the oil in, but nice. I don't expect you to notice. Yeah. Uh, I get my hair cut every six weeks. And I half the time, I'm like, oh, did you notice? They're like, oh, your hair's different. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But yeah, women no- really appreciate those little things, yeah. just noticing them. I think they just want to be noticed and appreciated. Exactly. Women just want to be appreciated, I think. 
Yeah, no, yeah. I absolutely agree. And then when the one man they're with can do so, there's no complaints. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then treat them to amazing dinners. Yeah. Yeah. I think in Edmonton, we have such a, a renaissance of new restaurants oh, coming in. amazing. That you definitely... I get stuck in the same cycle of like... I want to go to these many restaurants, and yeah. then I end up at Cactus Club. <laughs> yeah, when you're yeah. like this one, this one, okay, not this one. Okay, you're not too sure about what food there is. Okay, yeah. Cactus Club it is. Exactly, yeah. I find, though, that Cactus Club's always, it's the go-to, right? No matter what, you can go there, and you'll have a good time. You'll have, it. yeah, same with Earl's. You're right. always going to, it's it's like white bread. You always know what you're going to get. You know, it's it's always the same, and yeah. I don't know if this is an insult to them or not, but they seem to do pretty well oh, in the no, city. Oh, no, they eat it up. It's yeah. right, I feel like it's right in their slogan. They're like, no matter what Cactus Club you go to, it is all the same. The exact or same. Like Earl's or whatever it is, they make sure they yep. curate every single dish, right? Oh, the biggest thing that Earl's ever did wrong was taking away the Hunan there three or four years ago. The it's Hunan? Like the Hunan, yeah. Oh, I don't even remember. What's the Hunan? The chicken Hunan? It's like they're... Asian dish they had, but they oh, nice. they like took it off the menu and it was just like I know my wife was like, well, I'm not going to Earl's anymore. That place is yeah, dead to me. See, that's yeah. see, that's crazy. And it, it 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 shook up the industry so much that they like came back from it within six months. They were like, oh, the Hunan's back. Yeah, everybody, did you hear that? The Hunan's back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you put a whole marketing campaign <laughs> exactly. around it, right? Yeah. Well, then if we tie that back into businesses, how about for you? Have you ever felt like? You're almost like second guessing yourself whether or not you take something that's a that's a segment from your business and fully replace it with something else. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've uh, about two years ago we started doing the events, just like trying to bring more events to the city. And I felt when we did that, we we lost a little bit of the content creation, just because you only have so much time in your life. Yeah. And it it, it got to a point where we were taking a seat back on the content creation. So we had to, in the last six months, we've kind of been trying to figure out what we, what are the staples of Yeg Date? And I, I honestly think the staples of Yeg Date is the content creation and, and tr trying to find the things that are happening in this city and not just yeah. trying to, monopolize is a terrible word, but I'm going to use it in this one, trying to monopolize. I like Tomopolopolis. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah that was, I like that last one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Try not to be the only company in town doing events. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, we just kind of wanted to scale back a little bit. And we're trying to scale up our team and bring in some new people okay. to, that can manage that part of our business. Because <sighs> yeah. running events, I don't know if you've ran events. Oh, yeah. Uh, running events is really hard. Oh, yeah. And for a person that... Admittedly, I never went to school for event planning mm -hmm. or any of that. I've done small-scale events where we've had 20 people. I've also ran events that we've had 1,100, 1,300 people. And I have horror stories from yeah. both, yeah. from the small-scale to the large-scale. It is its own beast. It yeah. is when you fully, once you immerse yourself into creating an event, you would bow down to individuals who do that as a profession. Don't get me wrong, it's exciting, but it's oh, what yeah. no one sees, right? Like what yeah. you have to do, the building blocks you have to put together to ultimately make it look the way it is. And I, I find time is hilarious in with running events because you're like, oh, we're good. We got lots of time until the events comes. And then the event comes and you're like, okay, we're here. 
and then you're like, okay, we got 10 hours till the event starts. And that time, it goes by so slow. So slow. Yeah. And then you get to the first, when you open the doors to an event. And you open the doors, and then the next three hours, it's like that. And you're like, our event is done, <laughs> and I feel like I've been running for 12 hours straight. But it was really like three hours, and it's like top to top to bottom, the event is done. And you're like, oh my god, I don't know what happened. I, I kind of feel like I was running on... Just like on cruise control yeah, yeah. while doing it, yeah. So it's, it's I'm really happy you're mentioning this because we curated our own first live event podcast. Oh wow! And we want to do that annually. That is something that we told ourselves, and that's why everything you're saying I, I resonate with so heavy, Jamie. Because we had people immediately the next day go, "When's the next one?" And we're almost thinking like, "Okay, like should we, should just, we do this every pump week?" Pump out another, yeah. yeah, exactly, right. But again, you got to shift back to, "Okay, well, why? Why did I create Yag Day in the first place? Yeah. Why did I create Second Floor?" And then we just realized, "Okay, maybe at least once a year." But there was one thing that our mentor said to us. Uh, you know, shout out to Raj Dillon. He's someone who comes out here as a special guest. He runs Pivotal Physio, and he said this, and then I'm so glad he did because he could recognize it. Again, cruise control. Yeah, you've just went left, right, and center. You're you're, you're still doing that at the event. You want to make sure you're everything's just tr- okay. Yeah, exactly. You're spinning twelve plates in two hands, and you're like, okay, okay, I need I need to talk to that person. I need to make sure that equipment's working. Yeah. Oh no, the the DVD's broken. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? Yeah. Exactly right. What do you do? You run across the water park through, <laughs> yeah. through West Ed, and you go buy all of the DVDs. So, exactly, yeah. and that and you're willing to, and you want to, because oh, yeah. you don't There's, want anything to mess so up. I just need one of these, but I need all of these. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I remember you sharing that before we went on. That that story is hilarious. And when when Raj pulled us aside, and he said, "Omid, Kenny, come here," and he just grabbed both of us by the shoulders, and he just said, "Just take a second. And then we're like, what do you mean? He's like, look, look, look around you. Just take it in. Take it in. Yeah. No, that that was just, and I'm so glad it was perfect timing. It was right before we were going to go up and host the panel and really start the beginning of what the event uh, programming was, right? It's already been about 45 minutes of people mingling and and you can't help but think like, oh no, we got to start 10 minutes ago, right? Like you're you're frantic because you're trying to get everything organized. But when he said that, oh, Jamie, it just, it slowed things down. And if he didn't do that, I bet you there's so many moments in that night that I probably wouldn't be able to remember and yeah. reflect on t- to this day. Because you, you made a great point. You go, you put all that time into three hours and that three hours goes like this. Yes. Yeah, no, I I had the same kind of experience with our event. We. I didn't mention it, but it was Jaws of the Water Park. Mm-hmm. We hosted a, a movie night at the water park. We had a giant screen. 1,100 people came in through to the water park. And I remember just running, just running the whole entire time, just trying to make sure everything's running smooth, making sure all the guests are happy. And a few of them were not, which you're going to expect that, yes. but you learn from that. And I truly from that one event learned so much about our business and our brand that at the very end, at the very end of Jaws, I don't know if you've seen Jaws, you, we got to sit down right at the end when he is on the boat and Jaws is basically eating the whole boat and he's trying to eat the last guy. And we got to sit there and I just kind of sat there and just watched, just like looked into the crowd. And, you know, you have a ton of people sitting here on the float tubes watching the movie. And then you have, like, small groups of other people just hanging out, playing ball, tossing the ball back and forth. And 
I just sat there and I'm like, those few people that were mad about this event that I never could have like made them happy. Like they, they're just so blind to this and yeah. just like looking at everybody else. And it's like, okay, okay. You're not a failure. Exactly. <laughs> the 95%, they are having fun. They're, they're enjoying. enjoying it. And so I got to sit there and just the last couple minutes, just enjoy the end of the movie and just like the full experience. I love that. It, isn't that how life should be? You know, Absolutely. Like when you think about it, like you, you really, when you say that out loud and, and when we emulate that in an event we create in our business, but then we kind of, I don't know, I, I can't imagine with kids, right? I don't have kids, but then I, I take that with what you said and I just go, man, I need to do that more. I you need, need, to, to, you need to do that and, in your life. Yeah. Because just think of, just think of your whole day as a hundred percent, you know, mm -hmm. why let the 5% of your day ruin the 99, the 95 I'm good at math, by the way. Oh, I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> the fundamentals. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Well, you know, to kind of take that in the perspective of the day-to-day, -day, uh, and this is something, you know, Omid and I both really love. Let me top you up. Then you go, if only this was wine, hey? That might make this uh, a little more interesting conversation. <laughs> I still debate that, hey? I still debate that. I thought that. I, I thought about... That as well. I was like, should I bring a couple of beers? You know, Ooh. just loosen it up a little bit. Yeah. You know what? Do we have, we don't even have beers here. I have vodka, maybe a little bit left over. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we'll turn it into that kind of party. Anyways, next time. Next right? time. Yeah. I wanted to say like, in terms of your workflow, Jamie, how do you, how do you look at what we just talked about? And let's say planning meetings, planning, let's say process processes for Yug date and when you need to be client facing because i i start thinking about this a lot where i'm like okay you know what three meetings back to back max and i yeah. just want to know kind of like what does your workflow look like if you're willing to share it uh i kind of put all my meetings on the same day so that i can bang that out have a day of meetings and then i don't have to worry about you know i have to be here at a certain time as i i like to have one day where I'm out the whole day. I just bang through all my meetings and then everything else is like emails, content, going out there, building the content. Yeah. I like yeah. that. So you kind of stick a theme to the day. In a sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we try to do one day of meetings, one day of planning all of our events, one day of building the content, and then one day of like getting out there and getting that content. Yeah. Yeah. And then does... Is there anything in between your meetings that you do in terms of, okay, I, this meeting happened, I'm just going to quickly write down the notes of the meeting? Or oh, yeah, kind of yeah. Just... Well, we're usually taking notes throughout the whole meeting. Yeah. I I'm really bad at, like, planning my meetings. I either give myself way too much time in between each one or not enough. Yeah. So, yeah, I have, a, I have a day coming up in two weeks where I it's, like, back to back to back to back to back. I think I have five or six meetings that day. Yeah. But that's that day is going to be fundamental for our business coming up for the spring and summer absolutely that's so we're exciting. like super excited yeah so then what are what does that look like what are some new things that we should be aware of that yug date has either recently launched or if you're willing to share is going to launch oh, i don't know i don't want to give up too many trade yeah, secrets yeah, no, at this fair. moment yeah uh but last summer we did start with hot summer nights where we had uh, summer pool parties with the city of edmonton Sweet. at the queen elizabeth pool yeah and yeah we're going to be doing that again this year so it's an 18 plus event, uh, no alcohol, booze, drugs, any of that stuff, because it's yeah. all city of Edmonton. So Fair. they don't want that liability on their hands. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a good chance to get outside and suntan at a pool, 
and not have any kids around. Because I, as a person who has kids, I don't really want to hang out with them all the time, too. (laughs) I kind of enjoy doing adult things. Yeah. And uh, we bring Johnny Infamous, and he's spinning the tunes. And then we are hoping this year that we might have a beer gardens Mm. just on the Kinsman ground. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's one thing I can say, but it's not confirmed, but it's one thing we're trying to have. Yeah. Um, But that's one of the exciting things that we're planning to do this summer. Uh, I think this summer we're going to try and scale back a little bit of our events and just do more sharing what's going on with the city. Because in Edmonton, there's so many amazing things going on. I know. Things are popping Between all the festivals that are going on or all the other different events, somebody in the city is putting on something amazing. Yeah. Like Edmonton... I, I got to commend you. You are a maker city. If if somebody out there isn't doing it, somebody will find that and put it out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so true. And it's it's funny you say that because Edmonton's all about kind of this, sharing back and forth ideas. Mm-hmm. And all it takes is one person to run with it, right? You shared one thing that's really unique to me, and I, I just keep seeing it in the news, right? And I, it, it came back in this conversation because you talked a lot about market research in other cities and them doing it and considering it. I have an idea. Now know what you think about it. It's not mine. It's just what I looked at. Think about sober bars. Okay. Right? Yeah. So for individuals, I've you know, had like, somebody reach out to us about that before in the past. I don't know how far your where your angle's going. Yeah. But. Like just in terms of okay, there's a market for that. In terms of there's individuals who let's say for religious purposes, for let's just say they just don't want to drink or be let's say recovering um, alcoholics, for instance. They okay. I was. Be in a space. I was like, I don't. I don't know why we need to do that until you got to the last point. Yes, I have somebody in my life that has addiction uh, problems, so I understand that completely. Totally, um, right? Like not wanting to be immersed in that environment because it but, can trigger. But the the first two, the religious re- reasons, or they just don't drink. Um, a lot of businesses, all their cocktails, they can uh, most of their cocktails, they can make into mocktails totally. right on the spot. And 100%. you know, when my wife was pregnant, she would get those all the time. She she loves my ties. And mojitos, like, so getting those virgin, it's very easy. And yeah, just don't yeah. add liquor. <laughs> just don't add liquor. Yeah, yeah. So that's a taste. Just but as good. yeah, no, uh, I, I've, I'm not sure if they still are around, but I know last summer someone did reach out to us talking about that idea. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. fair. It just shows, right? It's pretty yeah. neat, right? Do you do you have like based off of your team? I don't even want to say have more so. When did you know that? It needs to expand. Uh, probably six months ago when really? I was <laughs> over my head. When when you're you're sitting there and you have no time to enjoy the, your summer because you're overwhelmed and doing everything yourself. Eight-hour yeah. days or in a 12-hour days. Or in exactly, a yeah. Days, no, right? back then I was working a full-time day job as well. Wow. And yes, so working 40 hours... And then coming home and then putting all the time into Yeg Date. And at that point, it was just kind of like we had to make the choice of what we're going to do. And we've just, you know, we have decided that we need to focus on what we're good at with Yeg Date. And we need to bring in some more people that that, that is their specialty. And I've, I feel like an event planner would be an essential person to bring into yeg day yeah that's yeah. a fantastic idea i'm really happy you guys are doing that 
And even with what you said, I, I acknowledge you for doing that because again, I find it takes the special type of entrepreneur to do so, right? I'm not going to try and belittle any one of our guests who choose to have a nine to five and a side hustle because yeah. that's what I'm doing right now. But I feel like, and I want you to share this, like what would be, I don't know, the mindset or the characteristics or the qualities one needs to determine that they need to take their side hobby into their, let's say, profitable hustle, like passion hustle project? Like it, it's simple. It, it sounds so simple. You need to have the, the hustle and the drive to do it because when you're coming home from your nine to five, I I know I've done, I did this. You're, you're exhausted, you know, in the middle of winter when it's minus 35, you get home from work, you don't want to pull out the computer and then grind out making events or sending out those pitches or building that content. But it's not that's, fun anymore. It's exactly, you know, at, at one point it turned from, uh, from a hobby to a job. And when it does that, it loses its luster a little bit because, you know, this is going to sound terrible, mm-hmm. but, you know... Sometimes I just don't want to go to your event that, you know, it sounds really cool, but I also just want to sit on my couch. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 maybe I don't want to get fancy and throw on my suit and go have yeah. wine and, you know, go for the cocktails and everything. But you have to, if you, if you want to build your business, you have to go out there and you have to connect. Networking is, is so imperative. I, I always thought that was something that people are like, oh, you got to network, you got to network. I have a friend that's. He does though. He does like lunches every Thursdays, and it's like all networking. And I'm like, well, you're meeting with the same people every week. How's that networking? I don't really get it. Yeah. It's like, oh, but they they know people, so you meet those people. And I'm like, okay, I, I guess so. <laughs> it's like this never ending. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, I believe that it's it's you have to get out there and you have to be talking to the community. Fair. So there's an element of from what I'm getting, like if you need if if you want to turn that side hustle into a full time gig expose yourself Ex- to different you people. You have to. So meet people. I'm listening to a podcast right now. Um oh, I believe it's called We Crash and it's about WeWork. So that was that company failed miserably. But so listening to the co-founder of that company, um I really liked a lot of his ideas of of the the shared workspace where you're you're all in the same space and you're all doing different things, but you're kind of working together to build each other up yeah. and building that community and the networking. It's really too bad that it kind of seemed like he was building a giant pyramid scheme in the whole grand scheme of things. You should listen to that podcast. Yeah, if you... we work. I'm writing that down. You know, I like we to crash. It. I believe it's called we crash. Okay. On the podcast platform called we work. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. That's uh, something that. I really, I really like the ideas and he was, he's very exuberant and a great public speaker. And, you know, once you have those things, it's really easy to build a following with what you're talking about. But yeah, he had a really, really good ideas about community and building each other up. And and you know, when you say that, Jamie, it reminds me so much of, I don't know if you heard of this company, IDEO. And IDEO, what they, again, strive to do with their employees is essentially onboard certain individuals who come from a very different background from everyone else. So as much as let's say the event planning team is curating events, they're going to bring on someone with an engineering background, someone with an arts degree, someone who's done consulting in the past, someone who let's say has never done any of it, but they're a professional athlete. Yeah. But it's just like, they, they like to just, they hire off personality. Different ideas. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's totally true. Bringing different ideas into a group of people, it's just like, because we all have our biases 
in whatever we're doing. So it's always good to have different people out there because I could say something and somebody's like, that's an amazing idea. And then the guy in the corner is like, that is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. And that guy might be right because they're they're coming at a completely different angle. Yeah. And then they could say something and we're like, I don't know about that. And that could be like a brilliant idea. Yeah. It's, it's all about bringing in different voices. It's neat you say that because then that... Yeah, that leads me to wanting to ask to bring it back to dating is I don't know do you find that automatically now just in the in the in the in the day and age we're living in we tend to want to agree more with people and then we're more we're more fearful of debating or more fearful of oh you're wrong and then someone being like oh well that hurt my feelings like is it maybe we frame it in the first date sense should we be more willing to agree with one another or in your opinion should we be more willing to be like, okay, well, what do you think? And it's a different, okay, fair. Do you care to share why? Where's your perspective come from? I don't know if, if for dating, that's, I, I think that's a very interesting idea. I only have a limited, limited amount of knowledge of when it comes to dating and their first-hand experiences because I don't go around watching people's first dates. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm Jamie, the creator. Exactly. I'm going to watch your My date. experience is actually just, uh, I guess, sitting around watching people at our speed dating events, mm -hmm. which uh, watching those is very interesting. What's that like? Um, women are a lot more aggressive nowadays than men. Uh, women want what they want now, and they want it right now. They, if you're going to screw around with their time, they're not just not interested. Okay. And you could see that really easily in the speed dating. So our, with ours, uh, it's seven minutes with each person and we have icebreaker games. We have like games at the table just so people can play, introduce themselves and have something to keep their hands busy. So you're not just like hundred percent focused on each other and having an interview, yeah. you know, I always tell all, so I say this to all the guys. I only talk to the guys for some reason. I don't know why that is. Um, Maybe I feel like the guys need the most help. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if that's a bad <laughs> thing to say. got it covered. <laughs> but, uh, um, I do always tell the guys that ask them something different. Don't like everybody's going to say, so what do you do for work? <laughs> What's your hobby? Do you have a dog? Small dog, small dog, do you, do small you like dog. dogs. Exactly. I always say one of the dumbest ones I've always tell, I tell people say, I'm like, ask them if they've ever had a life experience where they almost died. Ooh. Because everybody will say, well, you know, I... I almost got hit by a car once and they'll have to think about it, but you'll get like certain scenarios where like, Oh yeah, no, I have a story. And then that's, that's like a good stepping off point where people can like see inside. Cause I feel like with those basic small talk questions, everybody has their barrier up. You know, once yeah. you get, you gotta, you gotta do something to shake off that barrier. You're on autopilot. Absolutely. hundred percent cruise control. Right. Yeah. You're just on. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Not much. You like, it's like, it's, yeah. It, right. I, so one, one of our speed dating events, we had, it was in the middle of winter and there was a big snowstorm and we were short, probably about five guys. Mm -hmm. So I went and just sat down and I told everybody, I was like, Hey, I'm just going to be your practice dater for this one. And I would just talk and it was amazing. The convert, maybe it was just because it was low stakes for me that it was easy, but I, I found it really fun and interesting to sit there and walk through and have those conversations and try and find out the things that you don't normally ask a person or just like, just get out of the norm. That's, that is my biggest, biggest uh, tip for anybody that's in the dating scene now. Can just we, try, try and stay away from 
the thing that everybody's gonna ask. I like that. I wanna, you know what I wanna do? I wanna, I wanna have you emulate that with me right now. I just want you to pretend I'm one of those ladies at the event. I know it's gonna be really hard. I mean, unless I have a wig somewhere, but I know I don't. <laughs> but <laughs> I wanna kinda see what that would have been like. Okay. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the spin off. Okay, so that way you feel like you know you're ready, okay? And then it doesn't need to be seven minutes. Yeah. But let's maybe go with like. Yeah, we'll go for like, a, you we'll, know, we'll go a minute or you're two. You're the guy, you lead. All right, here we go. It was either that or Diana was gonna come on. <laughs> you better have a good good name, by the way. I, oh, want, I, like I, I need a good name. Do I do I talk in my manly voice? Or do I should I change it up? Uh, well, sure. Let's go with change it up. I kind of want to hear your girl voice. Okay, shit. I was really hoping you weren't gonna say that. Okay, you kind of have a deep voice like me, so it's always fun when we have to like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is Act One, Take One, uh, improving uh, with Jamie himself here, creator of Yug Date. On doing a date at one of his events. Here we go. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. My name's Jamie. As you can see on my name tag, your name is. Oh, I can't read that. What does that say? My name's Delilah. Delilah. Delilah with Delilah? a D. With a D. With a D. Okay. Oh, that's a very cute name. Where'd you get it from? Uh, actually, I got it. It's a good question. I got it from like my dad named me. And it means like starlight. Starlight. Oh, that's amazing. Do you go out and watch the stars a lot? You know, it's kind of funny you say that because I feel like usually when I do look up, like I have this weird feeling of wanting to look up at the star a lot. And, and maybe that's because my name's Delilah. You're, <laughs> you're really good at this. Oh, my God. You're, you're kind of stumping me. Okay. Uh... So, have you almost ever died before? <laughs> okay, normally it doesn't go that hard. I love yeah. that. I love that. So, you didn't expect to... No, I was... You kind of threw me off, like, hardcore with how well you're doing that, yeah. Do, is that what happens? Do they get that? No, they're... That? Usually, it's, like, super... It's super dry. Uh, it, it's hard. Dating They don't is, give you... They don't give no, you... No, dating you're... is hard right now. It ain't no podcast. No, it's not. Like, dating... Uh, I don't envy anybody out there right now that's dating. I feel like it's... There's a lot of walls up, isn't there? so many walls up between, you know, everybody being, like you said, everybody's like, oh, we're going to get offended very easily. And everybody wants to be super PC and... You know what did it, though? You know, No, actually, I find... Kudos to you for starting a speed networking thing because it doesn't relate to this. But you know what I find did it? Is social media, right? In the sense of... Oh, you're going on a date with who? Oh, uh, his name's Jeremy Parker. Uh, he he works as an accountant. I checked his LinkedIn, and oh, he also loves snowboarding. And like they figured them out before I know, the first I, date. One of my favorite videos that's on the internet is the the person that's dating somebody, and she's like, I can't find anything online about him. And he's like, Oh, he doesn't have Facebook. He doesn't have Twitter. When he goes out and he ta- he goes and eats, he doesn't take pictures for Instagram. It's like. And just like watching the madness in that video, like, oh, that is one of my favorites. It's the reality we live in now, but it's kind of sad. Yeah. Like, why not? Like, that's the mystery. There's mystery in that. Now you actually have to ask to get to know this guy. I don't, I don't understand if it's like everybody just wants instant gratification right now with, you know, swiping right a million times and then trying to message. And it seems like either people on Tinder want to get together immediately or they want to talk to each other for a month and then get together. And then you hope you just don't fall apart at in that time. Like, So I'm going to ask you a question. And I'm going to give you the option. And I know you don't like options. But do you want me to give it to you to, to add more context as to why I'm asking the question? Or do you want me to just ask the question and then let you know kind of why later? 
Well, I would like to know more context to okay, the thing. Okay, yeah. that's fair. So I'm going to ask you a question in regards to a platform, okay? And I want you to imagine that this platform that I'm about to speak of and ask you a question in is, 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 is if someone were to go on there, the average person would think they're on there for a specific purpose. Yeah. But let's say I asked you, can someone find the one on Tinder? I would say yes. You, nice. I think you could. It's very, very, because you're both there for the same reason. Very conservative. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I, no, I, I understand. I, I think that's, that's honest. It's fair. You're both there for the same reason. I guess. Is there a Tinder where you're not just trying to get laid? Like, Ooh. is is that is that what Tinder needs to like break off? Is like Tinder for relationships and Tinder just for hookups? Like, is that? Well, now there's like cuddle apps. Right, but that's a whole different yeah, other that's direction. Different, that's like yeah. we'll go as far as this, but I find that, yeah, good point. I mean, now you have a, an app just associated as this medium to ultimately meet, and it's up to you. It's up to both of you to determine what that meet is going yeah. to entail. There could be the stigma around it, but it's up at the end of the day. What are you two going to do? Maybe you meet, but then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I need to meet her or him again, and then that could turn into. Yeah, right? I, I think it's it's hard out there. Um, question. I think women get a lot more messages than men right now. Oh, so tell me about it's, it. it's, it's back to the original thing that we started talking about at the beginning of this conversation was too many options, you know, yeah. you know, if you start a conversation with a woman, how do you know, how do you make yourself different than any other person sending her a message? And how do you just like by the amount of uh, vast amount of you know messages, just don't get pushed to the bottom. Just <laughs> you, you started having a good conversation, and it just yeah. It, you, oh no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly. stalker. Yeah, but like be entertaining, be creative. Yeah, be interesting. Right. Like I I I said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't envy anybody that's dating right now. I, yeah, that's I, I I think it's scary out there. It's it's hard to like meet somebody. I. I think going out there and trying to talk to somebody it is probably more beneficial right now. Yeah. But it's that's also scary. And you see less of that. You see yes, less you of, do. I'm going to go speak to them. It's like, why would you do that when you've got Tinder at the bottom of your hands, yeah. right? So I have friends that are single and hopeless. Um, and they, they're they like, oh, where, where can I meet chicks? And I'm like, well come to my 3d tinder speed dating first of all and then they do and they're like okay that was cool and i'm like okay awesome so did you meet anybody they're like no that sucked i'm like oh okay but interesting where do you want to, like and also my one friend he i don't know if he's ready for a relationship yet i th he wants one but i don't think he's ready there i don't think he's there yet okay fair. yeah so but i always tell them i'm like you should try yoga yeah you sh honestly they're like well For a lot of reasons yoga yoga sucks i'm like no stretching is really actually good for your body it's it's not working out it's not manly but mm -hmm. it's all chicks <laughs> yeah it's all chicks you'll meet someone there there's you will all you have to do is go and talk to them and yeah. then, you know what if they have, if they're in a relationship i bet you they have a single friend yeah. you know yeah Yoga is the but place. But then now here you are. If you're in that case, you're talking to a woman. 
Maybe you haven't done that in a long time. Exactly. Right? That's a start. Like, like 90, 90% of like getting a date in person is just being able to talk to somebody. I think the other 10% is just then it's appearance. It goes back to your point, right? About yeah. like, okay, we're on a first date and it's kind of a blind date or it's we were on a Tinder date. Yeah. Can you hold a conversation? You have to be able to have that conversation. Right. Because if, if you're just going into it and you're like, I'm just pretty, you're going to like me because I'm pretty. That's not going to work. It's not going to go not anywhere. Anymore. Not yeah. anymore at all, right? Wow. I'm still kind of like shook right now from like our whole like speed dating thing right now. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that I kinda, happened. I kind of bombed that hard. Like, that I happened. definitely would not have gotten picked in that one. Can we reverse it? <laughs> oh my god! Okay. I would, li- I okay. would love okay, to reverse on. it. Are we gonna do that? Yeah. Well, you, my name is Jamie, so it <laughs> okay. Wait. Are right, you ready? Oh, You're okay. Ready? We're going. We go right in. Is that me or you? Uh, that's, uh, that's me. That's not, it's okay. How about, how about we just talk with phones down? Yeah. Is that no, cool? I just, just been... gotta make sure nothing's on fire. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> point. Actually. Do you have kids at home? Yes. I have three daughters. Oh, wow. That yeah. must be nice. So the only, I, I mean, are you in a relationship still? Or... Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, me and my wife. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're going strong. Oh wait. Are, 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 are you a lesbian now? Oh we... God. Oh my <laughs> Okay. Yes. I. I. Was, sorry. I was a lesbian. It, eh? Yes. I was lesbian, <laughs> but I decided uh, that I'm bisexual now. It's wow. 2020. Don't judge me. You're right. You're right. Yes. You know what? It's funny you say that. I was at a Yeg date event uh, the other day, and uh, I've been starting to go to them more, and I noticed that uh, they offered that. It was fantastic. And like, is this your first Yeg date event? Uh this is my first Yeg date. Actually, one of my friends told me to come check it out. What do you think so far? Uh, it's pretty good. Um, I, I think it's a little weird. I only get seven minutes, but this is my first time speed dating. So it's, it's very different. If you could, if you were to decide, it's Jamie, right? Yes. Awesome. Jamie, if you could, just the way you looked at me, that killed me. If you could decide, Jamie, how many minutes it could be for you to conversate, what, what would you say is better than seven? Well, with you... I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with a little more minutes, but the guy just before you, I definitely could have had a little less, maybe like two minutes. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if like, like we had the autonomy, like the decision-making power to like end it when we want to? I'm just going to pause. I've seen that where a person <laughs> yeah. just got up and left and it's just like the whole room just kind of goes and just like <laughs> that bitch power move. <laughs> yes. No, that's, I've seen that. That's funny. That's yes. good. But yeah, no, I don't, if we were actually to do that, it wouldn't be fair to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean, because it's bound to happen. And then that feeling, no yeah. one wants that I, I feeling. Want, I want to meet, go there to have I want to meet everybody here. Word. You know? That's a good point. It, it's funny because I come from a world of multiple networking events. A lot, like the business side of, let's say, Yagnate. In terms of, you're going to go, you don't know who you're going to meet, but it's very business-centric. Do you feel like that? First exchange and meeting someone in in the, let's say the end of event like you yeah. did is similar to like a business networking event. Should you treat it the same? Yes. So I feel so with our singles events, we tell people to come. You only have seven minutes uh, with everybody with each person, mm-hmm. but you don't. We're not kicking you out at the end of the evening. And the one cool thing about our speed dating events is at the end, we give everybody, we do them at the rec room. So we give everybody a wristband so they can go out and play games after. Love that. So we tell everybody, we're not kicking you out of the space. You guys can stay as long as you want. Go grab your drinks, network, meet each other, just talk. 
if you make a connection, go out and walk around and play some games. But uh, with what you're talking about with meeting people, I think one of the biggest things that people need to figure out for networking, whether they're trying to introduce themselves or when they're having conversations with people, is all about placing of where you're standing so that you have enough space separation between the two of you that other people can join in because it's very intimidating Wow. Whether you're speed dating, whether you're in, you're in a place where you can want to talk to people or you're networking, it's hard to just like weasel your way into a conversation. Yeah. And like I've, I'm a big broad guy, so I really don't have, and I'm kind of bold, so I don't have a problem just kind of weaseling my way in. But yeah. I was at an event last week where I was like trying to like get in the conversation. I was kind of weaseling, stick my <laughs> shoulder in, a bit. kind of turn sideways. And it's like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. But yeah, I totally trying to give space so that people can get in because you want people to feel welcomed. Yeah. Body language is huge. Yes. Right? It's huge. Like at, at public events and let's say intima- intimacy levels, picking up off of that on a date or even at an event like oh, that. Oh yeah. You right? don't want to have resting bitch face like first of all. And that goes both ways. Yeah. That's so true. I mean, I find I'm a very, as you could tell, extroverted individual and I, and I find that, um, I've, I've always wanted to like just psychologically tell myself to be very open, just physically, like just be very, yeah. like if you look relaxed, someone will pick up off of that and, and they'll kind of be like, Ooh, there's a space there that looks relaxed that, you know, it's, it's like, let's, it's inviting because even, I don't know if you, if you do this in a group setting, but do you find example A, we're talking and this is pretty open, yeah. right? Like anyone can come on by, like Kevin can come on by and it will look very, you know, normal, but when you're, let's say, they're coming by and they, they get it, it's open, they're excited, you're telling a story. Do you, no, noting on the side of your peripheral vision, know they're coming, do you all of a sudden shift your attention to them too? And in the Oh, I like, absolutely do. So when I first I like started that. Yeg Date um, and going to events and hosting events, I was terrible at public speaking. I... I truthfully ha- am not great at public speaking. Surprise. Yeah, I don't know. I, I stumble my words a lot. I am a terrible interview, in my opinion. You, Your opinion might change mm-hmm. with this interview. But uh, I've done a, a few media previews or media interviews, and I was not comfortable. Um, but with this and the experiences, uh, it, it's, it's definitely gotten easier. Yeah. And I think that's just what it is, is, is just getting out there and talking and having those conversations. Because if you don't get out there and broaden your horizons and try new things, you're never going to be able to get in there and go and talk to a person and try and get a date with them. If you can't go up to a girl and have a, a simple conversation, just even starting with the basics of like, hey, what do you do for work? Do you have a dog? Do you like to go take your dog to the dog park? What's your favorite dog park? Yeah. No, it. Those are the simple questions, but those are like good starters, I guess. That's fair, and you know what? I don't mean to interrupt here, but you made a good point, and I kind of want to correct myself earlier. We we kind of were laughing at the fact of conversation starting that way, but let's be fair. Conversation starts with small talk, in absolutely. The first place, right? And then okay, yeah, and then yeah, there it can it's like yeah, you into... start with the small talk, and yeah, it, the problem with speed dating or with people at the speed dating is once they get past the small talk, they don't know what to talk about. And that's where I'm like, you need to change it up. Yeah. You need to figure out. It's like, oh, so where are you from? Oh, you're from Edmonton? Okay, that's cool. So what school did you go to? 
It's like, no. Yeah. You got to find and, a transitional and, period. Even yeah, if it's and, like, okay, part one is over. Let's go into part two. And, but 90% of people, the part two is, so, so what's your hobbies? Yeah. And it's like, everybody has the same hobbies, you know? You're not going to get depth there. Exactly. Yeah. Right? I just want to like, first of all, I, I heard you say that you talked about your interview experiences and everything, but like, I'm going to be honest with you. I was going to say this off camera. I'll say this now. This is, has been one of my favorite interviews so far. Oh, awesome. I just want to let you know that, right? Because that brings joy. I had a, I did a little promo this morning that I didn't feel good about at the beginning. And then the person interviewed me, she, is, she kind of does coaching on how do you interviews? And she's cool. like, she would just stop. She's like, Hey, just do this. Just, just breathe. And try and stand like a rock because I kind of tend to move back and forth and everything. Same. So she's like, do this. And I was like, after that, it was like, okay, like if I focus on that, then I'm not so like worried about what I'm saying. Yeah. That kind of, I, I feel like just for the sake of time, we probably have about 10 more minutes. Sure. I find that I want to dive into as much as possible here, just on the psychology side of things, right? Because I know with what you're involved in, the dating world, even just as a human in, in terms of how, how much you approach it, how much time and attention do you put towards psychological principles, especially behind the nuances of we're creating this event? What is this event going to do? Or we put out this content piece and, and what is the overall message we're trying to get? Like digging deep. Yeah, no, absolutely. We do try to go with um, the broad spectrum of the populace because, you know, you want to hit as many avenues as you can, yeah. especially with the advertising part of the egg date. Mm-hmm. Um like you said, it is a business. You know, we, we do a little bit of the niche stuff, um, but we do try to stick to the broad just so that we can have everybody be included. Yeah. Uh, but we do look at a lot of the analytics of what we're doing. And that, that stuff is very interesting. Yeah. Like our, our core demographic is 25 to 35 year old females. And like that's like the very, that, that information is very interesting to me because what does that tell you right now? Just, just from that basic. You know what? To me, it tells me, one, the women are more inclined to look into what dates are out Exactly. That is what I take from that, too. It's like the women are the ones that are doing the planning now. They're making the decisions. They're making the decisions on what the dates are, not the guys. Yeah. I find that information is, like, super interesting. Don't mind me asking. What is it, like, 70-30? Is it, like... Yeah, 70-30. 70-30, Yeah. Wow. Because I'd be the 30. I don't know. Like, I, I like finding fun stuff. Yeah. You know? Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if it's just like uh, an Instagram, the platform. So we're just yeah. talking basic Instagram. That's our largest platform that we're on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wonder if it's just because Instagram is more female dominated. Yeah. But a lot of male. I know a ton of males that are on there, but. You know what? We talk a lot about going into a date. And then just, you know, having fun. Like, don't don't go with the expectation that you're going to marry this guy, right? Or this woman. And then we kind of talk a lot about that, bringing it back to a business idea, right? When, when someone knows that they're like, man, like, this is my passion. And I know I'm just about to start. Like, I, I know I'm working the nine to five. And, you know, I just started this passion project. And, you know, you tr- they know that they shouldn't be in a rush. But they know it's... No, this is it. They're going to eventually make the shift. Shouldn't you have that mindset going into a relationship? That, like, if you're going into a relationship and you're not thinking about marrying, and that's, like, the end goal of, like, you know, to the next step. 
Is is it a waste of time? Well, no. Good point. I'm I'm thinking more so in terms of like the first date. Like the you're, first date, you're about okay. to meet them. I get it. Like when you're yeah. three, four dates in, and you're ready to say, "Do you want to be my girlfriend?" And you do that in a yeah. special way, or it's the or it's vice versa. Oh, I know. Like, like, I get that commitment. With my wife, like, we were seeing each other for a couple of weeks, and when we when I was like, "Okay, we were gonna make this official," I went and picked her up at Starbucks, and I was like in like a the fanciest suit I had at the time. And uh, she, I walk in, she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's Starbucks just suited up. Yeah. Right? I she love was, that. she, she was freelance working and she, she went and picked her up and she's just like, what, like, why are you in a suit? I, I don't understand. It's like middle of summer and you're in a suit. It's 34. What are you doing? I love that. That was when you were making it official. <laughs> yes. That's when we were making it official nice. that we're dating. Okay, yes. Fantastic. Starbucks suited up. Yeah. How did you ask? At, super awkwardly, I was just like walking. I was like, "She's like, what are you doing?" I'm like, uh, "Well, do do you want to be my girlfriend?" <laughs> like total, like you know, grade seven. Do you want to be my girlfriend? Oh, sorry, hold on. Do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, yes. <clears throat> like fixing the voice. Yes. I love that, but that's a lot. Yes, that's what you know. Like, oh, like when you're nervous about it. What was what was the first date with your wife, with the co-founder of the Egg Uh super boring. I picked her up and she came over to my condo and we watched uh, Garden State. Do you know that it. movie? I do not. Know I, it's that. it's an indie flick. I love it. It's like terrible, but yeah. I, I love it. It was like truly nothing special. Yeah, like, but I like. But never we it. we are. I say we're soulmates because we are the same person. We're both super sarcastic in the same ways. We make the same jokes all the time and that so much that it frustrates her because I beat her by a second every time and it just frustrates her. Love it. So, and yeah, we're just the same type of person. We have, we both have the type A personalities and that actually is like been probably the worst part of our relationship yeah. uh, because we both think we should be right. <laughs> yeah. I love that. There's a lot of uh, debate. Well, that there's must a lot be of give and take at times. Yeah. yeah. We're, I have to give up. <laughs> that's what you have to, right? I mean, yeah. that's the only way you keep them happy. I, well, there's other ways, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I want to, I want to ask you then. I mean, there's the constant debate, and you, you two are, are just fantastic. Like, like the go-to ones I can think of. Of you can work with your wife, and and especially on a business idea, on a project, yeah. and be their husband at the same time. So there's that debate, right, behind. Oh, you know what, man? Like, you gotta totally like keep your work separate and keep your girl separate. It's an easy life. Like, obviously. it's it's hard. I'm not gonna lie. It's, yeah. There's definitely been a ton of fights, and you know, because like I said, we're both Type A personalities. So trying to do through business, trying to figure out whose ideas are right and whose are wrong leads to like some interesting arguments. Mm -hmm. But I think we found a good balance where she takes care of the one side of the business, and I take care of the biz dev and all that other stuff that we kind of have that separation and oh, we we've like learned to we've been doing it so long that we've learned how to have that family life and the work life That's separate fair. yeah and is that the is that like the secret sauce is 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 making it separate in terms of hey this is a business conversation let's just talk about business. oh yeah no 100 like, there's times where it's like hey you know let's put the feelers away and let's have like a real conversation about work it. here where like where I'm dropping the ball or you're dropping the ball and we have to have like a real talk and like, hey, this is where we need to step up and we need to stop screwing around. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've definitely had those conversations and yeah, 90% of the time they're pretty amicable and yeah. we can deal with them. But, you know, there's always there's always the outliers. No, exactly. And that's super mature. That's just life. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. I mean, feelings are going to get in the way, right? 
but to recognize that they need to be put on the side and this is business. I think it's all about uh, self-care with your relationship and just having, like we, at the beginning of Yeg Date, every single date we would go on would be a Yeg Date event. Whether we were invited to something or we were going and writing about it, you cannot do that because then you're always working. And it's, then you're just, you have expectations that you have to get X, Y, and Z done for this date so that you can write about mm-hmm. it. You can have that content or you're, you're just burning yourself out. You need to have time where you're just working or sorry, you're just living. Yeah. Does that have to do out of curiosity, my own sake, a level of just not talking about work, even if your work is far separate and in between your relationship? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's leaving your cell phones in the car when you go go out for dinner totally just so you can connect with each other yeah and there we've had tons of dates where we go out and the only thing we talk about is work you know yeah. there's ideas come from yeah, anything. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. ideas come from the weirdest places where yeah. you just like i have we we've had some amazing meetings that just just chance meetings where you just well just this we just connected on linkedin and Absolutely. now we're here i love it yeah and that's how it happens, right? I I wanna wanna ask you now, just as this is coming down to the last question before uh, we ask all our guests uh, the final the final question is uh, for for business owners listening to this potentially, right? Like, sorry, for for business partners, right? Whether it's from a corporate setting and you're partnered and you're constantly making decisions together, or just <coughs> bless you, individuals who have created uh, a startup and they're doing it together. What are just things based off your experience? being with the business partner that business partners should absolutely continue doing for themselves. Like, like what does that look like between one another and should be there? Schedule. Like if you're, if you're starting your own business and you're working from home and you don't have, you're not going to a business where you're, you're out there, you have to be there nine to five. You have to have a schedule. If you're with the egg date, we don't have a schedule that we have to be on, but we like to try and build our own schedule so that you have, the structure that a business would have because if, if you're freelancing or you're out there contracting you could slack off and you can be like i'm gonna do that later tonight and no you need to you need to buckle down and have the the right timing for all this stuff yeah fantastic yeah last question before the last question i got really excited and it just came to mind what does being in love look and feel like oh god What's the meaning of life? <laughs> oh, that is so difficult. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Um, I'll just take from my most recent experience. Um, I was at a place where a death happened, and I was directly related to it in the sense that I was a first responder, and I was trying to save the person's life. Um, and once that happened and once that finished and you go through all the shock and everything, the only thing I could think about was trying to get back to my family just to be with them just as like a coping mechanism. And that was like, um, that's what I think love is, is like, if, if you don't have that internal, like burning sensation to be with that person, uh, I don't know if that would be your first thought to when you're in that type of scenario. Is, 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 you know, just in any scenario, say you're in a car accident, say you're, say you're just lost that desire just to be with that one person. I, I think that's what, 
love the real meaning to love is is like trying to get back to that person in any scenario that you are in wow yeah that, that sorry is, to bring it down a notch no in i'm glad you said that that is facts though that is absolute that's what it should feel like right that's amazing thank you for sharing that i have one question for you we ask every guest this and i'm interested yeah <laughs> let's do it so you're on the second floor podcast, right? We believe that you have what it takes to, uh, in a sense, emulate what it looks like to metaphorically be on the second floor, to to elevate in life, to yeah, elevate yeah. in no, business. I, I see right? where you're going. What do you believe from your perspective and your life experience it takes to take it to the next level? Uh, the drive, like, Yeg Date started as just a simple a simple hobby where we just wanted to have cool ideas out there in the in in the zeitgeist. Just trying to like build that. And you know, it could have just went away after three months and not become anything. It easily could have been like that. Um, but we saw the opportunity and we put the work into it. Like when we started Yeg Date, we were both working full time. And Yeg Date was a side project. And it it took lots of hours, lots of hours before we even made our first dollar. And now at this point, it's it's all coming to a head where it's it's growing so fast and it's so amazing. And we're like so proud of Yeg Date and where we've gotten it that I'm just like so excited for what is gonna come. That's fantastic. Yeah. I really appreciate you sharing that. What where can we find you for, for anyone who's listened to this and for anyone who wants to connect with Yagdate or if you will allow personally connect with you, um, where's the best outlet to, to get to know that? Sure, part? absolutely. You can reach out to us on Instagram. We're yag.date on Instagram. Uh, our website is www.yag.date. That's a very interesting one because everybody's like, what? Dot com. It's not dot com. They're like, <laughs> yegdate.com. It's like, no, it's 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 a suffix. It's, yeah. That's the one. It's amazing. Um, my personal email is yegdate at iCloud.com. Awesome. So if anybody mm -hmm. ever wants to reach out, I my email is always open. I love having conversations. I love meeting new people through through email because... It's always fun having that conversation through email and then going and meeting that person. It's like, I've been talking to you for like 15 emails. I'm so glad to put your face to it now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like few and far in between. Right? Yes. I, I just had one of those last week. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. so excited to meet You're like, you. This is what you look like? This is what you sound like? <laughs> oh, no. I always do the thing going in. It's like I'm in the parking lot, just parked. And I'm like, okay, this I'm going to go meet uh, Jessica. <laughs> Check her LinkedIn. Okay, that's what she most likely looks like. <laughs> yeah, you like have no idea. Yeah. That's the closest feeling of that. Yes. That's awesome. Absolutely. I, I want to now just take the time as we recap here, Jamie, to, to just acknowledge you for being real. You know, like you are somebody who I feel like just coming on here, it's like I, for those people who don't even know, this is the first time we've ever met. Yeah, this is our very first time meeting. Outside of maybe two exchanges. Yeah. One on LinkedIn, which was very quick sharing my experience. The other one where I was like, do you want to come on the show? Yeah, exactly. And, and you very gracefully accepted and you, you just... You come off as someone who who's honest, and I find that's one of your biggest attributes that uh, elevate your business because everything you're putting out there in the space of dating really should be honest. Oh, if if you're trying to fake it in this industry, in in this market, 
people see right through that. Like, yeah. I, I, I could throw up a million events up there and be like, yeah, these are all super cool. But if I know that they're not super cool and they go to this, they're going to know that I'm a liar. Yeah. And I, I, I don't want to go... I don't want to promote anything that I wouldn't go to myself. Yeah, yeah. totally. And and that's, that's just it, right? Is you... You and your wife, I acknowledge both of you for doing this together and, and being able to not only balance that with a very happy, loving family, but also be able to work with one another. Because I'm telling you, I do not hear this often, especially from my community and, and what that looks like. And it's just, it's beautiful to see that come to life in front of me. It's, it's all about the balance. It's trying to figure out the balance. Yeah. Balance in life. Totally. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for being on. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we're on the second floor podcast. We talk about how to survive how to thrive, and how to keep the good vibes going with life, business, and the egg date. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you so much.